Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome to Torn, Finding a Mom-Life Balance. Happy New Year, Torn Tribe. I'm excited to be kicking off 2023 with you, and I look forward to sharing this episode with you. We're calling it Start of 2023 Inventory. We are going to be sharing a list of our priorities that we've created for our parenting and life journey for 2023, And I hope you either find things you have in common or find inspiration. So, Memes, how are you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I believe it's a kickoff of another one. (laughs) They keep coming quicker and quicker, I guess. Yeah, and this one feels colder. <laughs> I feel yeah, like the cold weather is here. <laughs> so for 2023, I was doing some reflection. And as we often do, at least me and you, we always have a word that we're going to shoot for. That's going to, you know, every action, every thought, every intent kind of gets held up to this word. So I'm wondering, what's your word for 2023? My 2023 word is enough. Um, I've gone through be, act, whole, all these other things. And I think along those realms and still in the theme of what might sometimes be a stumbling block or doubt is... Um, feeling uh, feelings of lack or questioning worthiness and so um, for this year I definitely want to ground myself in enough and in some of the priorities I have for this year you'll see that theme run through awesome uh, that, how about you that's a good one um this uh, well the theme is do less say more And the word that kind of goes along with that, that makes me say that is write, Mm. like to physically write stuff down. Um, So it was interesting when I actually shared this theme with my kids and my husband, I said, hey, guys, in 2023, mom is doing less and saying more. And they all just looked at me a little scared because <laughs> they're like, no, we kind of want you to keep doing the stuff that you do for us. <laughs> and I don't know if we really want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> but if I had to clear, yeah, you know, truth, honesty. Um, but the do less is not so much of like stopping anything that I'm currently doing for my family, but it's kind of to, and say more, Needs to share how I feel as I'm doing something. So do less of it by myself and say more 
to the folks that are around me how this particular thing is either overwhelming or I need help. And it doesn't always have to be verbal, say more, but it's actually right. And so you'll see that in how I prioritize what I want to focus on in 2023. Yeah, so my theme is I am, um, and it goes along with that idea of I am enough. I am who I am, right? And it kind of circles back to biblical reference, meditation reference, the idea of um, having everything we need, the universe having everything in abundance. And the more we focus on lack, uh, the more we multiply lack, right? Like it's what you focus on that you create more of. Um, So when I think about some of the practices we were talking about at the end of the year with naming gratitude. Um, I, I'm trying to stay grounded in the idea that I'm grateful and present and appreciative of what I have. Um, it's not this seeking, longing, uh, you know, in, in Eastern studies, the wanting of nothing, getting to nirvana when I was younger, it seemed almost unattainable because, you know, just American culture when you're young is like lots of desire. But I, I think I understand it with a different perspective that it's the active intention of being with who you are and what is, is that lack of desire. So it's not like I don't want things. It's just completely separate from things and that it's more that I am at peace I'm comfortable I'm present and so that is not thinking past that's not worrying for future um and so balancing that I am enough with those thoughts yeah that's beautiful because even when um you come up short or you realize that you're not enough having the mindset you find it Mm -hmm. right. Like it, it comes to you. And that's That's pretty awesome. Cause um, the more I was thinking about the theme of do less and say more that really influenced kind of the things I'm saying yes to in year 2023 and the things that I'm saying no to in 2023. And so my first prioritization is freeing up my schedule. So everything that, and it's so interesting because we're only like, what are we, we're we're recording this Torn Tribe three days into the year and already so many things have come to my door. (laughs) Like, hey, trying to suck up all my time. (laughs) And I'm like having to firmly, it's like the minute I wrote down freeing up my schedule, everything came to try to take over my schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, And so spending more time writing and spending more time, a quality time with my family. And the only way that I can do that is by claiming my time is already booked. Mm -hmm. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and protecting that. So not feeling guilty anymore with the no, because I'm not focused on the no and I'm not focused on what that offering could have been or the experience I would have because I'm focused on 
what currently is taking up my schedule, the yep. time spent writing, the time spent with my family, and beginning to and value the things I already have. So it kind of lines up with your enough, right? Like I have enough, mm -hmm. <laughs> I have enough on my plate. So, um, and I have enough things that I value. And um, one of the things that I did towards the end of the year that helped me realize this is actually what I was trying to do was free up my schedule was I listed out all the people that I speak to on a regular basis week to week or month to month mm -hmm. like every single one-on-one -on -one conversation I have whether like in every aspect of my life and then I started praying about whether or not I truly enjoy these interactions that I'm having with these people or was it some guilty like obligation that was causing mm -hmm. me to have these interactions Mm -hmm. Or was it this false goal <laughs> that caused me to have these interactions? And then if the answer is like, yes, no, I thoroughly enjoy interacting with this person. Then I started meditating on what is it that this person is trying to gain in 2023? And do I believe in it? So that I can partner with them to help it become a reality in their life too. Like maybe our relationship is to help that goal. So it's not all about me. And man, it, it was just so freeing to be like, okay, yeah, I spoke to you in 2022, but you're not carrying over to 2023. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, or talk less or and mm -hmm. just really. And so that way I'm not dreading the conversations that are to come, but I'm excited and I can show up as my full self and be energized and not, you know, be complaining or dreading. So no, that, think that's my first priority. I think it's very important to note the intentionality, right? Like, and it's not only enough, like, I'm at capacity, but that there is enough, right? There's abundance. Yeah, exactly. when, when you decide your time, there's enough for what you're saying is important. Because when we let all the other things cram up our schedule, and then we're trying to squeeze in what's important, it never feels like it's enough. But those should remain there first so that it's like oh no this other thing is like a secondary or not at right now you know may come up at another time but it's not what I'm prioritizing right now and so that intentionality I think is what I really enjoyed about kind of ending the year thinking but also starting because we've done this before but I think it it felt different with the the process of the reflection over time to then, like you said, we're three days in and there's already things kind of testing. Do we come into the year with our yeah. attention, like grounded and present, which is one of my priorities is to live my values consistently because I'm very cyclical. So I, I mentioned like I use the school year, then I have this end of the year reflection, but I feel like something gets eaten up well, a bit is like what our holidays and birthdays and celebrations kind of kick off for me through the, like through the winter that I kind of get swept up in it. And so I, I'm appreciating having the reflection and carving out and saying to carry that consistency of I'm enough and I am and I'm present and I'm living some of the things that other years have helped me like ground um, with monthly kind of the check-in with am I living 
the reaching out because connection is important to me? Am I mentoring and passing on the way I thought was so influential to me that others did to me? And I'm, I continue, continue to learn. But in that learning, what my other years of action and being whole have taught me is that I need to move the needle. And I, I've done many years of absorbing information and I'm really being reflective and practicing, continually going back and saying like, am I using the skills I've learned? Am I using the learnings from the stumble or from the phase or from that relationship or that mentor so that I'm continuing to see progress because I, I've found for myself the glitch of thinking I have to keep preparing and it's almost like parenting. You are never prepared. You you can prep, you can learn, you can read, you can talk to us. But when you're in it and you're acting, you do. And, and so I've been shifting more towards the do um, with all of the things I've learned. So always learning and, and uh, I really appreciate the epiphanies others have and what they share and themes I find along the journey of things I'm learning, but I want to be practicing and reflecting on how they've impacted me or who I am or what I am in this new phase of the journey so that there can be a consistency. And while I have like very steadfast traditions at certain points of the year, there's others where it becomes a blur and it kind of loses momentum. So this year, I definitely want to have more milestones within more benchmarks that are keeping me grounded in what the reflection said from the end of the year to how I wanted to start the year to how do I keep that going to see it through. That's a good one because being consistent can be hard. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we get caught up in the moment and we lose track of what our value is. So going back and basing it from there, when it comes from our values, it tends to be more long lasting that it becomes mm -hmm. natural only do we hear it then we also become doers of it the the other priority that i have for 2023 after like first uh, taking everything through this filter of like making sure i'm freeing up my schedule um is this focus on special moments slash experiences um so this was inspired by my youngest. My youngest, by the way, has like the best, he's five, the best like birthday ideas. <laughs> so one year he did the Christmas theme party and everybody else was like, oh, wait a minute. Like he's onto something. <laughs> that was really cool to get a tree with a whole bunch of guests that are 100% only yours because um, <laughs> it's your birthday. <laughs> That's a good idea. Well, this past year, his birthday idea was an experience. He wanted to experience a day of just being taken to places he desired to go to. And so he spent all day at a trampoline park <laughs> and just getting loved on by the folks that came to hang out with him, right? But it was all around experience. And so now the rest of the family is like on the bandwagon too and they're dragging the days out more than just one day, though. So <laughs> the experiences are long lived. So in that in that same vein, he had me realize that 
it's so important to use the time we have to create these special moments and experiences because at some point in time, yes, inevitable, I will get old and all I will be able to do <laughs> is remember these awesome times. And so to actively do that, I'm focusing on creating date nights that are memorable. And so the beyond the, oh, let's go to the movies or let's just go out to eat or let's just go somewhere without the kids. Like I found this cool site um, that lets you go on like a mystery date and you go hunting around a city for the ingredients for your date, for your dinner um, or your picnic, wherever. So just finding things like that, that take ordinary things and make them a tad bit more extraordinary so that they stay with you longer. Um, and they give you something to laugh about and remember uh, and create these like mini adventures. And then the other one is doing fun activities with my sons. So what I got them this Christmas is this mystery solving um, gift where every single Thursday now for the next like eight weeks, we're going to begin to get letters in the old fashioned mail. <laughs> And those letters are going to give us clues <laughs> to solve a mystery. And so it's just doing things like that that are kind of out of the ordinary, but using ordinary things like everybody gets mail every single day. Okay. Everybody likes to solve mysteries or puzzles, at least we do. Mm -hmm. And so this we do and just adding a little spin to it so that it lasts longer and it gives us time to build memories. And then the other part of these special moments and experiences, because, you know, I kind of categorize it by the people that are in my life. It's, you know, pouring into my marriage that way, pouring into my children, my parenting journey that way. But also these retreats like memes, you and I got to go somewhere <laughs> so yeah. that we can like do something fun and build memories together and have those experiences. And also just learning and bonding with women. Mm -hmm. Um whether it be ministry related or, you know, sisterly bonding, but using that bonding to continue to learn and explore. And so the theme of like the special moments and experiences is to create more of these people that mean a lot to me, but all in the, all in the purpose of like learning and growing together. No, I think that's, that's cool. It's creative very but also like simple way to you know have the best laughs and create memories and you know cherish time together so that sounds awesome yeah we have to find a retreat location <laughs> and as a priority kind of along the lines with my my gratitude and carrying that to different levels is appreciating the little things and what that looks like for me is living the the gratitude I feel for my loved ones for my blessings for my health for the moments of each day because I I tend to pressure myself for things to be of a like meet a caliber 
and sometimes it's outer ex- outer imposed but mostly it's internally imposed and so it's to really step back and see what is it i hope to achieve with the with the moment and so i have sophie and i do a lot of reading together but more intentionally like picking topics of interest or going through phases where we're learning something new together or doing something that is more is age appropriate for her now and being very conscientious of like what the reading art craft experience activity is for us to have to reflect and think about together um just the other day we're at the library searching for some snowmen that were hidden throughout the library and why i think your idea and this idea um are so deep it's because while we ended up at the library like we do often returning books that were late as they are often (laughs) paying fines (laughs) yeah Yeah. because valley stream is really not playing with their fines i was like i think you charged me what i paid in three years of the queen's public library (laughs) so whatever your rates are there or there's inflation since covid at the library you could have bought a book (laughs) (laughs) pretty much so um is that they teach you so much about each other because we're searching for the snowman. She needed a letter from each snowman to fulfill a riddle. But, you know, once you have enough and you can fill out the riddle by, you know, almost like Wheel of Fortune and figuring it out. But she insisted on finding each snowman. Ethics. Exactly. Follow through. I loved that. Um, about it but I think also it was the completeness of mm-hmm. knowing where each one was because she knew what letter she was going to find on that snowman but yeah. she wanted to have tapped into each spot that you know like where did they hide them why did we miss it was <laughs> it some place we walked by kind of thing I could kind of see her she was just not going to turn it in until she had located all 19 snowmen which we did successfully and um, <laughs> so it was so I enjoyed that I enjoyed that it was like a layer to what we do nor- like in our routine of going to the library and enjoying reading. But then our selection of books, um, she has hers. I have the ones that either I feel like I've, I gravitate towards or I've read something about, but I know that I'm also in my own reading practices, I have like a niche and I'm trying not to impose that niche on her. And so I'll, make some selections that I think O would make or I make some selections based on it so we were learning about like what construction trucks do in in a story dog what was it it was like dig dog dig or work dog work is the title of the book but broadening the topic so that we when we find something that we want to dig a little deeper on or we're curious about we can kind of go on that journey together also um O and I love comedy so we've gone to two comedy shows recently that we really enjoyed and having those like things to talk about because we do the time together very naturally but I think having these like 
get away from the routine, have something kind of like organically just gives us a topic to discuss or see what we think about things. And we've been doing that a lot with our roles at work in, in a sometimes tense, but also enjoyable way of like what we learned from each other. And I think it is taking us to have like a different dynamic about how we think or what, what we know about each other in these realms that we don't share right because I'm not at work with him he's not at work with me so who like it's just curious to think who we would show up at in the team meeting with each other if we were (laughs) (laughs) Um, and how we bring back stories and we like either dissect the people in the story or the scenario or best practices or things like that so we've been having those conversations but really appreciating that and um in general with our family the the little things the baking together the dine the cooking something together the uh, having some sort of topic or we wordle sometimes at dinner or games exploring new games instead of like getting into the comfort of just the ones we always do like and seeing different things about each other um that i've really enjoyed and i want us to do more of yeah, I think it's important to prioritize and I'll call this out, Torn Tribe. I hope you notice this, that all our prioritization or word of the year and our theme isn't solely focused on just being a, a parent, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're multidimensional, we have different roles, but it's really about taking care of ourselves as a whole person and seeing ourselves as a whole person. Um, So that's why my last priority that I have for 2023 is self-improvement. And I've kind of divvied that up into three aspects. My body, all about consistency. (laughs) Back to the (laughs) consistency buddy in here. Because Torn Tribe, yeah, I hate running, but I run. (laughs) But just not consistently. Um, So working out consistently and resting weekly. I am a terrible rester. Like, you got to pin me down to a couch. It's I'm extreme. I'm extreme. Like, I either don't want to sit still, but then once I sit still, then I say more verbally. Like, hey, can you get me that? Like, I can't get up. I can't move. It's like, once I sit down, that is it. That is the finale of Athena doing anything for herself. Um, so just investing into my body, working out and making sure I'm getting the quality rest because torn job, I have not been sleeping. Like I don't get solid seven hours sleep and all that jazz. So trying to treat myself better in 2023. And then the other dynamic of myself is my mind. And so all in that guise of writing, like journaling more consistently, um, either my prayers or thoughts like, and it's been so refreshing. I know it's only been three days into the year, but I already have like almost half of journal filled with random thoughts. And I cannot wait to share them with you on Instagram, but they're just like random quotes or random phrases or words that stand out. And usually those epiphanies come and go. And I never get a chance to actually write them down and share them with anybody. So look forward to that in 2023. Uh, The other part for my mind is reading. Um, 
and my number for this year, meme, I'm going to dare say it. I'm going to say 23 bucks for 2023. Okay. We'll see. Um, I'll so, join. Okay. I, I got a pile going. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, people just keep gifting me books. Thank you for gifting me the books. I just put my own anxiety on myself where I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to read all these? Fast step enough? it up because I've been doing like one a month for the year that I definitely fell off on. 20 I was doing it like 18 19 20 but 21 and 22 I definitely fell off with how many I, I did but yeah yeah I'll, I'll join you yeah, yeah all right <laughs> reading 23 books in 2023 and then um for my mind also making sure that I'm continually learning so I did enroll in a writing class so that way I'm hearing teachings from teachers live and becoming a student again I know you memes you're in the academic world all the time, but that's really like a stretch for me. And I know as a consultant, we're supposed to be life learners and we're supposed to always be stretching ourselves. But honestly, you could put yourself on a bubble and just learn one industry and some jargon words and get away with it for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And then you start feeling outdated, um, like the laptop that never got the software updates. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I was like, you know what, in 2023, I'm going to push myself to actually learn more proactively, not just passively, um, be a little more active there. And then for my soul, the last category under self-improvement is having an active prayer life. And although I pray consistently and I pray most of the time quietly, the reason I'm saying active is because I'm actually going to start writing my prayers again because they just become so much more alive to me and I can always go back and mark the date, right? Like I journal the prayer, it was written on such date, and then I can go back and write the fulfillment of that prayer. And it's just so refreshing and it helps like journal, chronicle it's like a chronicle of my conversations with a living God. And so there's that and then active study of Bible. And so instead of just having devotions where I'm reading scripture and I'm reading through the Bible from cover to cover, I'm actively picking it apart and reading like other theological writings on the scripture and trying to go back to the Greek and the Hebrew. And so instead of reading more text i'm reading less text but deeper deeper yeah so that's my self-improvement for 2023 i think that's really beautiful too because you, i think there's themes to how our prayers are answered right mm -hmm. we we think we know what we want or need and then we <laughs> see what we actually <laughs> needed yeah. or what we got and who knows when we'll figure out why it was what we needed. So I think that's really beautiful. Yeah. And then we're like, Jesus, thank you for the no. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. <laughs> and so my final is about my presence of mind. So it's quality time over quantity of commitments by being present. Um, we can often, you know, I'm cooking, but my mind is somewhere else, or I have 
very easily with podcasts, with streaming, with you can have noise kind of filling while you're doing other things. So I'm trying to decide I'm doing a thing. And if it's resting, it's resting. If it is watching something, because I do, I don't consider my viewing a restful pastime because I am dissecting stories and figuring things out and chronicling in my mind what I've known about how those stories are told kind of so it's a little bit of a a subconscious work um, that I really enjoy um, and dedicate a lot of time to and I'm still trying to figure out where that skill is going to serve me Um, (laughs) but it is like a passion like I've recently watch some things and kind of like figured them out and been pretty proud of myself <laughs> and I, but I do want to figure out um you know my hope is that it's like a Broadway show one day or it's lyrics to something or it's a book or it's something right that I'm 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 gathering all of these ideas tools uh archetypes in my mind Uh, for something else but if I'm doing that I'm doing that and I'm not multitasking and missing either what's on the screen or what the expression was or if that's what I'm doing if I'm resting I'm resting if I am doing something with someone else I'm listening intently I'm present in the moment I'm enjoying what I'm eating Um, and so a lot of my commute has become my ingesting information time so that once I like hit work um I can be present at work with the meeting that is happening and I've kind of set up my agenda and calendar note taking to support the like, just be here right now. Um, So that all the areas can kind of feed into creating a space where I can see where I can lean in with those values I was talking about. So if, if, if there's a space to mentor, if there's information to learn, if there's, um, someone to connect with I don't miss it because you know I'm spitting myself too too thin I love that living the real moment because if it ain't happening now it's not happening (laughs) so (laughs) be present I like that and it's a struggle and I don't know if it's a struggle like for women because I'm only for women because I'm not a man so I I don't know. So torn men out there, like, let us know if you do the same thing. Like I go on so many different trips just by washing dishes. Mm-hmm. Like I'm never focused on the dish that I'm washing. And then I'm surprised later when I'm like, why is this all got grease on it? And well, of because the time. Spain. And <laughs> of the time, because there's such an ability to have multiple things happening at one time you know so i wonder if over time it's become harder and harder to remain present yeah correct well torn tribe that's our inventory of 2023 for ourselves you know for me right do less say more meme be enough enough i am (laughs) (laughs) there you go um and Torn Jar, we would love to hear your 2023 inventory. What's your word of the year, if you have one? Or if you have a theme, share that with us, too. We always love to hear and support you guys, what you're doing. But again, I'll reiterate, 
this word and theme, please don't limit it to just one dimension of your life, parenting, mm -hmm. because we're trying to model for our children a whole person, right? Like my child should know that I'm not just a parent and just being a parent, it's not going to make you feel like a whole individual. So. And, these, and these practices in and of themselves are a model to them when they hear you say what your intention was or, or why the calendar looks the way it does and that you're taking out the time or that, you know, you're apologizing if you do feel preoccupied or I, you're modeling for them how to be this intentional, loving, present uh, person, parent in all your other relationships um, and that you're growing as you're doing it. Correct. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. Well, memes for our awesome segment of the show, The Mend, what's helping you keep it all together? Uh, it's my quality time with Sophie Grace. She, I don't know, she seems like such a big girl at this stage. I just keep looking at her long legs or how tall she's getting and when she has her crazy uh moppy ponytail and she's just saying something sassy or reckless and then she just turns it's like mommy if she's not mummying me to stop like not correct her then she's like mommy like because this is who I am and there's just like the well this is what I'm doing but I just see her, and it's funny because I always envision her in her PJs because that's where I see like how petite she is with her little crazy moppy ponytail. And my child still sucks her thumb with her nasty little raggedy blanket. And so that look on her face in her like sleepy times, but also the spunkiness in just, so we've just had a lot of time together doing what we enjoy doing, being lazy together. Like I was doing laundry and I was like, oh, we definitely kept it low key over this break. <laughs> There's not much but leisure wear in this laundry. Bill. I'm lounging in my active wear. <laughs> <laughs> and loving like playing with the holiday gifts and reading new things. Um we got to go see a Broadway show it was fabulous and seeing her like reenact dance moves that stood out to her in one viewing of an entire play. Like I just stay in awe. Like this stage is just leaving me a little bit like you're growing up so fast. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I definitely felt mended from our time over our break together. That is awesome. Sophie Grace, the little little piglet of joy. <laughs> Can't wait to see her on Broadway. Me <laughs> so, too. Me too. All, all those dance moves. Um, I would say what's mending me is reading. And so I just finished a biography by this Romanian missionary. 
and the title was called God Knows My Size. And just to read this woman's story was so impactful because she takes you from her childhood of just living in really a uh, large family that was poor, but they all worked together to make ends meet and just how much family was a value to them and how strong their faith was and just the recording of their prayer. She wrote out like in most of this biography, like her different prayers at different times. And you see her go from a child praying and asking God to reveal himself to her and by sending her clothes that fit her because she was always getting hand-me-downs from her older siblings and he sends her a package and it's her exact size <laughs> to then becoming a young woman at it, going to high school and to what they consider university. And again, he does the same thing and answers one of her prayers exactly showing her in a way that she would comprehend that he understood exactly where she was and because of her faith and because of the time she was in Romania and Christians weren't allowed to be Christians, um, she ends up in prison. And again, God shows her that he knows exactly where she is. And the things that she went through and the hardships just made me appreciate the power of prayer. And literally, I don't know. I don't know if it was... 100% the language in the book, but it's the it's been a really long time since I felt like this about a book, but I feel like I had not only like an intellectual experience, but an emotional one because every single page I was either smiling, crying, relieved, shocked, <laughs> like it just took you through all these things. But also reading it, just putting yourself in that situation and asking the question, how would I have responded? How would I have measured up? Like, would I have been able to get on that train and suffer it out all the way to a different city? Would I have been brave enough to try to flee my country and escape into another country for freedom, you know, or go months without eating and all these luxuries that we have? I think I just thoroughly enjoyed this book because it came back to the theme of 2023 for me that this woman took time to do less and say more by writing her story. And now, you know, hundreds of copies have been sold and her story's out there encouraging everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so it was just mending that our words when written outlive us and outreach our possible reach mm -hmm. so it was just really encouraging and i was excited that i had a chance to end the year by completing the read of her testimony really so that was my mention yeah yeah it was it was very touching A torn tribe we would love to hear from you and i'm just gonna say it i'm not uh, no shame here in begging 
Torn Tribe, we need reviews. <laughs> we need yes. reviews. The platforms we are on care about reviews in order for other torn parents to be encouraged. We need reviews in order to expand our reach. Cinco so, estrellas solamente, five stars only, please. Yes. Um, so memes, tell our folks how to stay connected, how to help us with ratings and send it. You can find us on all podcast streaming uh, where you like to stream your podcast. We are at TornMLB on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we would love to get an email from you. So please write us to TornMLB at gmail.com. Thanks for joining. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.